Welcome to Morning Soap. At Fusion Church, our desire is that every believer would not just attend church, but also hear from God daily through His Word. As we read the Bible, we begin to see how God responds to things. Doing daily devotions repatterns the way we think, transforms the spirit of our mind, and helps us become more like Jesus. Join us here, Monday through Friday, as various pastors and leaders at Fusion Church share devotion and teaching through that day's soap scripture. Download the current soap reading plan at fusionchurch.cc soap. Um, out of the NIV version, Exodus chapter 20, starting here with verse one, it says, and God spoke all these words. I am the Lord, your God, who brought you out of Egypt, out of the land of slavery. You shall have no other gods before me. You should, shall not make for yourself an idol in the form of anything in heaven above or on the earth beneath or in the waters below. You shall not bow down to them or worship them, for I, the Lord, your God, am a jealous God, punishing the children for the sin of the fathers to the third and fourth generation of those who hate me, but showing love to a thousand generations of those who love me and keep my commandments. You shall not misuse the name of the Lord, your God, for the Lord will not hold anyone gutless who misuses my, his name. Remember the Sabbath, the Sabbath day by keeping it holy. Six days you shall labor and do all of your work, but the seventh day is a Sabbath to the Lord your God. On it you shall not do any work, neither you nor your son or daughter, nor your manservant or maidservant, nor your animals, nor the alien within your gates. For in the six days, excuse me, for in six days the Lord made the heavens and the earth, the sea, and all that is in them. But he rested on the seventh day. Therefore, the Lord blessed the Sabbath day and made it holy. Honor your father and your mother so that you may live long in the land the Lord your God is giving you. You shall not murder. You shall not commit adultery. You shall not steal. You shall not give false testimony against your neighbor. You shall not covet your neighbor's house. You shall not covet your neighbor's wife or his manservant or maidservant, his ox or donkey or anything that belongs to your neighbor. When the people saw the thunder and lightning and heard the trumpet and saw the mountain in smoke, they trembled with fear. They stayed at a distance and said to Moses, speak to us yourself and we will listen. But do not have God speak to us or we will die. Moses said to the people, do not be afraid. God has come to test you so that the fear of God will be with you to keep you from sinning. The people remained at a distance while Moses approached the thick darkness where God was. Then the Lord said to Moses, tell the Israelites this. You have seen for yourselves that I have spoken to you from heaven. Do not make any gods to be alongside me. Do not make your, for yourselves gods of silver or gods of gold uh, make an altar of earth for me and sacrifice on it your burnt offerings and fellowship offerings your sheep and goats and your cattle wherever I cause my name to be honored I will come to you and bless you 
If you make an altar of stones for me, do not build it with dressed stones, for you will defile it if you use a tool on it. And do not go up to my altar on steps, lest your nakedness be exposed on it. Amen. 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 Thank you, Sandra. All right. All right. Get ready. You stretch it out. Wake up a little bit. You know, and I and I stand corrected. I said Memorial Day. It is Labor Day. Blame it on my age, okay? Blame it on my age, but God is still good. Amen. Amen. So here we here we begin. We begin here in um in Exodus twenty, and it starts off with the, where God spoke all these words, saying, "I am the Lord your God." So so Moses was already in the mountaintop. He's been spending time with the Lord, and the Lord just wanted his attention. And he says, I am the Lord your God who brought you up. In other words, I am reminding you who I am. I am reminding you who I am, that I brought you up. And then he starts getting into the Ten Commandments. Now, the Ten Commandments, you know, it, it, there were also more for a guide, you know, to, to guide us, you know, for good living. It, it was like a checklist, you know, that if we, we keep that before us, all, the, all of these commandments, it will help us to stay focused. It will help us and guide us, you know, but the enemy has always come, you know, like in the courts, they want to remove these things from the walls. You know, they want to remove these things from, from the places, you know, public places. But you know what? These guys, these 10 commandments just help us to stay on track. You know, it starts off in verse three. It says, you shall not have no other gods, you know, before me. You know, Egypt had many gods. And the people of Israel were in Egypt for many years. So a lot of them been indoctrinated into some of these gods, you know, and they, and now they left Egypt and they're going into the next land, you know, and the Lord is reminding them, you know, have no other God. Don't bring nothing with you. Come on now, don't bring nothing with you. That's going to take my place, you know, and, and also Jesus speaks about a little bit about this in Matthews uh, 4, you know, at the verses 10. But in Matthew's um, verse nine, you know, the devil, you know, wanted to attack Jesus. And he wanted to tempt Jesus. So he said, he told Jesus, I will give you all this if you bow down and worship me, if you bow down and worship me. So here's the enemy talking to Jesus about this. And Jesus replies and says, get away from me, say, and, and that's what we need to do to speak to the enemy. Get away from me. I have nothing to do with you. Anytime he comes with it, with it, with any nonsense, and he says, get away from me, for it is written, you shall worship the Lord your God, and him only shall you serve, him only, and that was words from Jesus, confirming this commandment, and then he goes right into verse uh, four, he says, you shall not make for yourself a carved image, any likeness of anything that is in heaven above, or that in the earth, or that is in the waters under the earth. You know, not to make a carved image. Again, tradition back in that day, they had many gods in Egypt. You know, and in the, even in the land, they have many gods. And God is telling them, don't start making an image. Don't start carving out an image. You know, you know, God wanted us to serve him, not an image, nothing else before him. And that's what he wanted. You know, and it says in Matthew, Jesus says in Matthew, you know, in Matthew 6, 24, he says, no one can serve two masters. Either you will hate one and love the other. So in other words, don't put nothing. Don't put nothing before me. Don't put something else that's going to take my place. But serve me. Serve me and me alone. And then he goes right into explaining that a little bit. He says in verse 5, he says, you shall not bow down to them. 
nor serve them. For I am the Lord your God, I am a jealous God. The Lord that we serve, he's a jealous God. He wants all of you. He don't want to share you with nobody. He don't want to share you with no one. He don't want to share you with no idol or no carved image. He says, I am the Lord your God, you know, and I am a jealous God, you know, and he, and he goes into, and he goes into at the, uh, the end of the chapter, he's visiting the iniquities of the fathers. In other words, for those that continue to sin and those that continue to not do what God has called them to do, punishment, judgment will come. Judgment will come to them. But then look what he says. Look what he says. But showing mercies in verse six, mercy to those, to the thousands, to those who love me and keep my commandments and keep my word. So he shows mercy to us, you know, as we keep his word, as we keep his orders, you know, but to those who don't, you know, there's going to be a conflict. And it goes right into uh, uh, verse seven. It says, you shall not make the name of the Lord your God in, in vain. You shall not take the name of the Lord God in vain. In other words, the Lord's name, you know, is a, is a holy name, you know. And a lot of times, you know, people will go around and they and they and and they swear, you know, uh, by by God, you know, you know, and they and they swear by His name. And he, and the Lord again tells us in James five twelve, He says, "Above all, my brethren, do not swear neither by the human or by the earth or by any other oath, but let your yeses be yes and your noes be noes." In other words, you know, just be truthful. Just be honest, you know, and allow your word to speak for itself. I remember back in the day, a handshake was an agreement between two individuals. And that handshake, you know, sealed the deal. You know, I'm going to do this for you. And they did a handshake. And that was it. And you and you will know that that will be fulfilled. You know, and that's the way God is saying, he's saying, let your yeses be yeses and you know, be no's. But don't swear by my name because my name is holy. And now he just goes continuing in verse eight. He says, remember the Sabbath day and keep it holy. Six days you shall labor and do all your work. But on the seventh day, it is the Sabbath day of the Lord. In other words, it's a day of rest. This is something that, that we, we, we preach a lot in, in, in Fusion Church, you know, to rest. Even on Sundays, we know the pastor already tells us, you know, you know, serve one service and sit one service. You need to rest. You need to, to get recharged. And that's what rest does. Rest recharges us. It makes us alert. It keeps us focused. If we're constantly working and working and working, we lose focus. Things become dull because we are so tired. And guess what? The enemy will use you being tired to attack you. Because when we are weary and when we are tired, we don't make good decisions. We make bad decisions and God is already showing us, you know, yes, you have to work. Yes, you got to do, but take some time aside. You need to take this time aside. That way you can rest. That way you can keep your focus. That way you can be ready when the enemy comes. So that, you, that way you be alert. You know, it goes right into verse 12. Honor your father and your mother that your days may be long upon the, upon the land. Honor your father and Jesus or, or also comments on this in Matthews 15 4 he says for God commanded saying honor your father and your mother and he who causes his father and his mother will be put to death wow that's hard words you know he's telling us to honor them but him who curses them should be put to death 
And that's how much our presidents, you know, the Lord wants to put that honoring our parents, honoring those that are above you. Because when we do this and when we honor them, God will bless us. God will keep us and God will help us. It goes into quickly, you shall not murder. And again, in Matthews 5, 21, it says, you shall, you have heard that it has been said of old, you shall not murder. And whoever murders will be in danger of judgment. So, you know, God is speaking against that. Jesus is also speaking against us to keep us focused. Because if we keep all these commandments, you know, we know what not to do. <laughs> we know that we should stay away from certain things, that we should keep ourselves from certain things. You know, it goes right into here, verse 14. You shall not commit adultery. And that's pretty much having a relationship, someone who is not your spouse. You know, it's not something uh, evil for us to do. And again, and again, the Lord Jesus in Matthew 5, 27 and 28, he says, you have heard that you have heard that it has been said in the days of old, you shall not commit adultery. But I say to you, whoever looks at a woman or a man in lust uh, for him or for her already committed this. So just thinking about it, just putting yourself out there and just lusting for something that is, that is not, not yours, that you shouldn't be doing, God is saying, you already committed. So that's, you know, so, you know, so we got to keep our focus, my brothers and my sisters. We got to make sure that we stay in the word of God. We got to make sure that we press forward in obeying him and keep ourselves from sin, you know, because sin will separate us. And all these things here will separate us. It goes right into, you know, verse 15, thou shalt not steal. Come on now, you, you know what not to do, you know, but guess what? Sometimes it has happened. I remember back in the day, back in the day I had hair and back in the day I did steal one or two things, but keep it to yourselves, keep it to yourselves, you know? And I used to do that. I did that when I was younger, you know, but then I felt so guilty afterwards, you know? I felt so guilty because I took something that was not mine, you know, but the Holy Spirit will always convict me and I always have to go before the Lord. And it goes right into verse 16. Thou, you shall not bear false witness. Speak the truth. Be honest with one another. You know, Matthew 5, 27, the Lord says, but let your yeses be yes and your noes be noes. You know, be honest, be truthful. You know, even when you don't want to say it, be truthful because honesty is the best policy. You know, and, and you want and you want to keep yourself right with God, but you also want to keep other people right with God. So you don't want to bring no confusion. So just, you know, it says that don't hold false witnesses. Speak the truth. Verse 17, you shall not cover, cover your neighbor's house. You shall not cover your neighbor's wife. In other words, don't be jealous about somebody what somebody else has. Don't want what somebody else just want what the Lord has given you because, you know, wanting other things that don't belong to you, you know, you, you're putting yourself in a bad position. It says in Luke uh, 12, 15, it says, and he said to them, take heed and be aware of covenants for one's life does not consist in the abundance of things they possess, you know, because you may want all these things, but all these things may not be good for you. All these things may not be good for you. They can get you in trouble. You know, they can get you in trouble. So in other words, don't want what your neighbor has. But what does the Lord has for you? Pray about it first. Pray about what the Lord has for you. But what your neighbor has belongs to him. 
doesn't belong to you. So don't desire things that you shouldn't have, but pray about it. Come before the Lord and the Lord will help you and the Lord will, will show you the way. You know, so these commandments, you know, they were put there in place to keep us out of trouble, you know, and we need to make sure that we listen to them. We follow them, you know, because, you know, just because we're in the, we're, we're under grace, there's still judgment coming when we do wrong. And these 10, and these 10 commandments will help us stay out of problems, stay out of difficulties, you know, and it goes right into uh, verse 18, it says, and now all the people witnessed the thundering and the lightning and the flashes and the sounds of the trumpet and the mountains smoking and the people saw it and they trembled and they stood afar. They stood afar. And then what happens is that then they said to Moses, you speak for us and we will hear. But let not God speak to us lest we die. In other words, they heard the thunder. They heard the Lord, the Lord was up there and he was talking to Moses and they heard all the noises, you know, and they, and they, and they, and they got, and they were filled with fear, you know, and they told Moses, we don't want him to speak to us, you know, and, and the Lord God always wanted to have fellowship with us since the beginning of time. He says that he walked in the garden with Adam, you know, he wanted fellowship with mankind. For here we find mankind wanted to put somebody in between, somebody in between to speak on their behalf. And that's why we have so many different religions. That's why we have so many different people going in all different directions. Why? Because they're listening to man. And a lot of times the man has no direction himself, you know, and that's why we need to read the word of God and listen to what the Lord is saying. Not what certain individuals are saying. So pay attention to the word of God. Listen to the word of God. Because the, his desire has always been to speak to us directly. To show us directly. To fellowship with us. That has always been the Lord's desire. But yet again, they stood afar. And Moses even said in verse 20, Moses said to the people, Do not fear, for God has come to test, to test you that his fear may be before you and that you may not sin. In other words, what he is saying to us, you know, it is for our good so that way we won't sin. But he wanted that relationship. But then, you know, in verse 20, it just confirms it again. And so the people stood afar off, you know, they stood afar off. They didn't want, they didn't want God to speak to them. They wanted another man to speak to them, you know, and we need to be careful with that. We need to be careful with that. And now we go right into verse 22, and it says, Then the Lord said to Moses, Thus you shall say to the children of Israel, You have seen that I have talked to you from heaven. And 23, you shall not make anything to be with me gods of silver or gold. You shall not make for yourselves. In other words, the Lord again in, the, in verse 23, he's reminding us in verse 4 that he talks about a carved image. He's reminding us, you know, and he's making a point, you know, that we cannot have two masters. And, and there was a reason why the Lord was pointing this out. There was a reason because in the near future, going into, into verse, into chapter, excuse me, 32, you know, in verse 1, you know, when Moses was up in the mountain, he was up in the mountain for, you know, 40 days. And again, in those 40 days, they forgot who they were. 
Come on now, we can't forget about God just because we haven't heard anything directed to us. You know, we have to walk by faith for these individuals because they didn't have Moses there. They knew Moses was talking to God, but yet they didn't hear nothing. And look what they do in, verse, in chapter 32, verse 1. It says, and when the people saw that Moses delayed coming down from the mountain, the people gathered together to Aaron, to Aaron and said to him, come, make us gods that we shall go before us, that they shall go before us as for as this Moses, as this Moses. So they forgot what Moses already did. And they forgot what God already did, that he brought them out of Egypt, that he brought them to dry land, to the Red Sea. They forgot all about that, you know? And he says, who brought us up out of the land of Egypt, you know? So, so they, they, told, they told Aaron, make us God. But look at Aaron. He was a priest. He was a man. He was not perfect either. But what does Aaron does? He does what they're asked, you know, and, and they made the uh, golden calf. So they forgot, they forgot the commandment of the Lord. They forgot who they were. They forgot that they were supposed to be children of God and that God already has spoken to them through Moses. You know, they forgot all that and they started doing exactly what God was telling them not to do, exactly what the Lord was prohibiting them not to do. And just because God has rules or just because God has his word that tells us not to do certain things, that's for our good. That's for our benefit, you know? And if we listen to the Lord and if we listen to his word, we will save us a lot of heartache, a lot of frustration because we'll be in the right path because God has come to give us life and life in abundance. He has come to give us hope. He has come to give us peace. He has come to give us joy. And this whole chapter here that it talks about the commandment, it says, don't do this, don't do this, so this will happen. You know, God is just giving us his word as direction and instruction for our benefit, for our well-being. And that's what the Lord is trying to do here. And he's warning us, don't do certain things. Because as we focus on the word, as we focus on God and what he has for us, we can be more than conquerors through Christ Jesus. As we read these commandments and as we read that Jesus himself was saying and agreeing to those, let your yeses be yes, your noes be noes. Don't do this. Stay away from that. That's for our benefit. You know, I remember growing up, a lot of times they told you not to do certain things. And guess what? The things that they told me not to do, I did. You know, not to speak certain ways. Uh, guess what? I spoke certain ways. You know, and 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 that's what a child does. You know, you don't have to instruct a child to be naughty. You know, you don't have to do that. That comes natural for them. Why? Because the nature of man, since we we're already born, you know, that way, our nature is to do what we shouldn't do. And that's what kid does. You tell a kid, don't take no cookies. Guess what? They're going to take a cookie. You know, you tell them not to do this. They're going to do this. I remember, this is a reminder for me. I remember once upon a time, we, I had my two boys, Jason and Matthew. They were actually little at one time that I can hold both of them in both arms, you know? And, and we, we got up. I, I bought a box of donuts and I put it in the kitchen counter. And then I got up the next day, you know, and I was going to open up that box and give them donuts. And guess what I find? I find all these crumbs all over the counter, right? And all that, you know, and then all of a sudden I said, I said what the heck, you know, what's up with this? You know, so I go downstairs and both of them are sitting down watching cartoons, 
you know, and I looked at, I looked at my, uh, my baby, Matt at the time, baby James, you know, and he's, and he, and I said, who, who, who grabbed the donut? And I, and, and Matt, Matt got, not me, not me. And he had all this white, all this white powder all over his front of his shirt, you know, white powder all over. Oh, I didn't have no donut. I, have I had to turn around and go upstairs and laugh in private because that was so the funniest thing. <laughs> that I have seen. And then I had to come back and say, come on now. You know, and after I talked to him, you know, here, of course he had to admit it, you know, that he opened up the box of donut, opened it up the wrong way, you know, break the box, you know, powder all over the place. Come on now. So you see, we don't have to teach our kids to be naughty. It already comes out of them because they're gonna be, they're gonna be opinionated. They're going to want certain things and they don't care who says what, you know? And sometimes we as adults, we act like that. Sometimes as adults, you know, we, we, we tend to test the Lord and test the word. And, and, and we tend to do things that we shouldn't do. And that's why the word, the word of God is, has been given to us. And the commandments has been given to us to help us, to strengthen us, to guide us, you know, and to keep up for certain things. And that's what the Lord was trying to give us here in his word, you know, and, and, and he was trying to warn us because look at what happened at the, uh, in chapter 32, it was what the Lord was trying to prevent back in chapter 20, that he said, don't, no carved images, you know, don't have anything before me, don't have any idols before me. And what they do in 32, they built, you know, uh, a statue of a calf. And guess who did it? Aaron, the priest, the one that was selected to, to be the, 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 the priest of the people, to teach them the right way. And it doesn't say that he argued with them. It says pretty much that he did what they wanted him to do, you know? So he himself, you know, his convictions were being tested because he allowed this to happen at this time. And, and, and needless to say, you know, we have to be careful. We need to be careful. Who are we listening to? That we listen to the word of God, not to the word of man, but the word of God. And the Holy Spirit will confirm the word of man in your spirit, you know? So that's, and that's why we need to make sure that we are in the word, just like we do every, every week, Monday to Friday, that we, we, we have good teachers coming. We have good teachers teaching us that, and, and, and God's word is there for a reason. So my brothers and sisters, and my time is, is running. What the heck? Look at that, 627. I'm almost behind the eight ball here, you know? But God loves us. He wants the best for us. And just because he has set certain laws and certain rules before us, they're to help us. We just need to walk in the Lord and he will give us the desires of our heart. He will bless us. He will strengthen us. He will guide us. And he, Holy Spirit will, will help us to make those right decisions. Holy Spirit will tell you when you're doing something wrong, because when I do something wrong or, or I'm going in the wrong direction, my heart is beating inside of me. I can feel the pressure in my chest and I, and something tells me, uh -uh, and I have to change my direction. And that's what the Holy Spirit does. And that's what he does to you. So every time your heart starts beating, you know, that, that you're doing something or thinking something wrong, he will help us and he will come for us and he will strengthen us and he will give us his peace, his joy and his strength. And so today, as we come together, like this. Let us remember who the Lord is, that he is a mighty God. He is a jealous God, and he wants our hearts.
He wants our hearts. He wants all of you, not part of you, all of you. So this is just a reminder. The Lord wants all of us, every single part of us. That's who he wants. And we, and we worship him. You know, we worship him with our hands. We worship him with our lips. You know, we worship him with our praise. We worship him as we read the word, you know, and as we are grateful to him. So today is the day of the Lord. Today is the day of salvation. Today is the day of deliverance. Today is the day of peace. Today is the day of joy. So take time throughout this day. Most of us are off today. You know, it is a labor day, okay? And, and because it is, it is a holiday, most of us are home. Take time just to give God the praise, the glory, and the honor, and thank him in advance for what he's doing, because I know that he's doing mighty things. And if you're going through a storm, if you're going through a storm, it is because your victory is right around the corner. The time for us to step it up a little bit and to draw closer to the Lord. And as we draw closer to the Lord, the word of God says that he draws closer to us. And as he draws closer to us, our miracles are right around the corner. So come on, whatever you need is this uh, is in your heart, whatever need is in your family, God is getting ready, you know, and, and, as, and as long as we give him the praise and we seek him, oh man, the limit, the, it's unlimited what he can do. So rejoice in the Lord always. Again, I say rejoice. I pray that you will just have a blessed week. I pray that the Lord will help you, that the Lord will guide you, that the Lord will direct you. I pray for open doors to open up and doors that need to be closed to be closed. I pray for healing and restorations in your homes and your marriages and your family and our children and our children's children. And, you know, because some of us are grandfathers and some of us are becoming great grandfathers. You know, we have to pray that blessing upon our family, you know. So I pray that the Lord will bless you and bless all those generations that are coming after you. So my brothers and sisters, I pray that I made some sense this morning. I have fun doing this this morning because God, you know, gives me this, it gives me the word, but I, I just feel his, his joy in me. And I just want to thank you guys for listening. I know it's a holiday and most everybody's probably still sleeping, but you guys are faithful. Continue to come, move forward, continue to worship God, continue to give him the praise and the glory because the best is yet to come. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, I just thank you for every one of my brothers and my sisters, Father. I pray that you would just meet them, Father. I pray, O oh Lord God, that you would just meet their needs according to your riches and glory. I pray for that those doors, Father God, that need to be opened, that you will open them up. And those doors that need to be shut, Father, that you will shut them. And I pray, Lord God, that you will just meet all their needs according to all your riches. Father, thank you for them. Bless them, keep them, and guide them, Father. And I pray, Lord, that you will just continue to reveal more of yourself to them every day. Every day that they will continue to grow in you, Father. Because this is my desire for them, Father, that we can all grow together. And I ask all this, Father, in Jesus' precious name. Amen and amen and amen. Have a blessed week, my brothers and sisters, and we'll talk soon.